Hello, and welcome to Distance Learning Theory and Activities by Ashley Roberts. My name is Ashley Roberts, and today I'll be discussing two different distance learning activities and my personal theory regarding distance learning. As a fourth grade math teacher, I'm currently teaching students equivalent fractions. This can often be a difficult concept for students to understand, but through the use of these two activities, students are able to gain a better understanding. The first activity being a Khan Academy video explaining equivalent fractions through examples of pizza. The next activity is to do is the online game-based system called Frax. This system is a part of Explore Learning where students are introduced to fractions and learn the differences between the size of fractions, how these different sizes compare to one another, and how to create equivalent fractions. So looking at the two side by side, there's a few similarities, a couple differences, and always barriers and considerations to take into account, but also we have to take into account learner interest. So when looking at the equivalent fractions video by Khan Academy and Frax, they share a couple similarities. Both of them introduce students to equivalent fractions, the meaning behind these fractions, and provide a visual example of equivalent fractions. So the video uses pizza, but the Frax system shows on a number line a third versus a half, a half versus two-thirds, and so on and so forth. So that is a difference as well, but they are still gaining visual examples. Um, the main difference between the video and Frax is that the video explains how to create an equivalent fraction through multiplying or dividing fractions, and then Frax uses more application opportunities for students through the game by creating equivalent fractions, whereas they're just learning about them in the video. And then a barrier to consider for equivalent fractions video is that students may need further explanation and application practice rather than just watching the video. And then for Frax, it may require an account bought from a learning institution. Um, but students enjoy the uh, video because they're able to enjoy watching video and learning new content, especially when they're able to connect that new content to real life examples such as pizza. And then for Frax, these students enjoy game-based learning, learning new content through a fun and interesting game and being able to work at their own pace of the game. So there's a couple of online distance learning activities that can be done solely online and not even hybrid. And then now, looking at my personal distance learning theory, um, this theory is a combination of Borge-Holmberg's theory of interaction and communication and Charles Widemere's theory of independent study. So, my theory consists of distance education is meant to be done on one's own time to make the learner's learning more meaningful and impactful to them. Distance learning allows learners a wide range of choices as to how and when they complete their work. Um, distance learning also teaches, um, and through distance learning, teaching and learning should be individualized to best meet each learner's needs, but this individualization must be decided upon by both the learner and the educator. While distance learning is meant to be completed by separation of teacher and student, the relationships between both teacher and student is still vital. With a positive rapport between teacher and learner, the learner is more likely to respond in a positive manner, learn deeper, and gain an emotional relationship that would form in traditional classroom setting. 
So while distance learning is meant to establish independence for students, there will always be various populations and obstacles both students and educators must overcome. For the educator, one must consider special education services, English language learners, or English as a second language student, and various socioeconomic statuses for students. When considering the different populations of students, this allows for the educator to provide more individualized content for all students, no matter the demographic. This individualization, individualization for students aligns to my personal theory regarding distance learning by creating content that is student-centered. That was fast and furious, but my distance learning theory may be unconventional, and I understand that, but I still believe that creating student-centered content and building relationships while promoting independent learning is necessary for an effective distance learning education. Feel free to share your thoughts and personal theories with me in the comments below. Thank you.